Charles, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And this is the review for Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, a movie I've seen way too many times. And how, how many times have you seen, Brad? I've seen once, and I've not seen the first one. But I kind of want after seeing this one, I kind of want to go back and watch it. First one is good and worth it. Also, yeah, you've got it. Yeah. What do you mean I got uh, it? It's on movies anywhere. <laughs> oh, I got it. Uh, I understand. <laughs> I have access to the movie. Yes. Uh, got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I was confused. I was like, what do you mean I got it? I was like, did I miss? Did I get the entire plot of the first movie in the <laughs> I, second movie? I, I wasn't sure if I was going to just say that we share movies anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be as visually fascinating as this, obviously, since it's taking cues from uh, Spider-Verse. But yeah. what did you think of, about this one? Um, I thought it was interesting. The um, I think the plot is really good. But I think the visuals were super interesting that they kept back going back and forth between like a 3D and a 2D um, look to it. Mm-hmm. Especially when like things were like action was happening, they'd go 3D. But then when they were kind of like um when he was like doing the opening number it when he was jumping around it was 3d but when he was like stationary it was 2d so it was just it was different it took yeah. me a second to get used to um the visual style but it, it works i think it works really well um i think the plot overall is pretty good pretty solid and yeah i think overall it's a pretty good movie are you fanboying over death like everybody <laughs> oh wait is it uh i guess this is just gonna be spoilers Spoiler, should we do a spoiler free again? Nah. What do you? I mean, right, it doesn't. It, yeah, it, it's already out on home video. I mean, I know it's still in theaters, but yeah, you have, it's spoilers. there's access to it. Um, Voodoo movies anywhere, um, stuff like that. Yeah, Amity, link I mean, in the description. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I thought it was I thought it was super interesting. Um. Not seeing the first one. Um. But knowing his character from Shrek. Um, where he came from, where the character originally came from. So I at least I knew a little bit about him. wasn't completely blindsided. Um, but yeah, it was it was Wh- super interesting. Makes me want to go back and watch the first one. So it was which good enough. Shrek it was mo- good. Go ahead. I was just going to ask which Shrek movies you've seen. Uh, one, two, and three, I think. All right. Four. I think uh, it was I was gonna say I think I stopped probably at the wrong time, but <laughs> uh, I mean three sucks. <laughs> three's kind of the crystal skull of the Shrek franchise <laughs> for everybody. A uh, four is aliens. hilarious. Yeah, Aliens was definitely the worst alien movie. Is that what is that yep. That's yep, I, was, I understood. Sure. I was going with Crystal Skull when they just brought in random aliens oh, for no reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh and I think in the third one it was babies, just babies, bringing in babies and too much. Don't stop, stop with that. But the fourth one was funny. I think I heard that Puss in Boots was not in it, but it's been so long I couldn't confirm. And that one's not on the streaming service. What? Mickey Indiana Jones. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. I I always thought it was actually it was kind of like the grasshopper in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that was Mickey. <laughs> I, I thought it was kind of cool that it took like fairy tales and kind of remixed them a little bit. Um, it, it fit. Um, it fit the movie pretty well. But I thought it was interesting that they took little fairy tales and just made minor tweaks to them enough to make it fit into this movie. Um, 
but still withhold enough of the information that you knew exactly where it was coming from. Goldilocks and yeah. Three Bears. I mean, not not hidden in this movie. Um, what's <laughs> the one where the guy sticks the? I forgot what which one that Little was. Jack he, Horner. Yeah, put his thumb in the pie, and then the cricket on the shoulder was kind of like Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, um, that was the interesting one because I think on IMDb it's something like uh, Judging Bug. <laughs> like they couldn't even go as far to say Jiminy. <laughs> um, they probably will be here in the next 10, 15 years, probably. Because it'll probably oh, yeah, be fair use. The copyright stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not yet. But Goldilocks yeah. and the Three Bears definitely is gold, d- definitely is public domain. And then I'm sure yeah. the other the other fairy tales are too. Yeah, Pinocchio's been public domain, uh, obviously by what the three films that's come out this year. This is the only Pinocchio one I've seen so far. <laughs> Still gotta see the Guillermo one. But there was also well, we have Death, but I don't know how if that's actually pulled from a fairy tale. And what else? I think that's kind of it. Goldilocks, um, the the guy with the, the thumb, and the Jiminy Cricket, more or less. I think that was kind of like the it for fairy tales. The Baker's Dozen might be something, but no, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what was your favorite part? I guess um, the opening the opening scene, the opening musical was pretty funny. Um, just shows you how like his arrogance and everything like that. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I thought his dealings with death were pretty funny. We're always kind of on cue. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, I th- I like the when he finally gets to the 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 ending tor- towards the ending when he goes into the like sees all the his past lives and he's having a party with all of them at the same time. I thought that was pretty funny. The cave of lost souls, or something like that. Yeah, when he gets to see his other eight lives. Yeah, this I loved how the opening sequence was basically just Puss in Boots propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> like he just he made himself make himself into a legend. Yeah, he sings his own song to everybody. <laughs> he, uh, he after pandering to them because, like a stand-up comedian, like a bad stand-up comedian, where he didn't even know where they were from. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, Del Mar or whatever it was." It <laughs> yeah, was Del Mar. he said he said the wrong city, and then yeah, they corrected him. He's like, "Oh yeah, I knew that." It's uh, like and- like a rock and roll stage. You go up on stage. <laughs> Thank you, Detroit. And you're like, "No, we're Cincinnati." <laughs> sorry that was last night yeah this is i mean from the hints this is a town that needs some uh some wealth redistribution based on the governor coming in saying arrest the filthy peasants but besides i think one chest of gold he doesn't do anything (laughs) he leaves he leaves them to get potentially arrested after setting off fireworks and waking up a giant and risking their life or putting them at risk and having his wig stolen and chopped up and yeah yeah he does like small stuff like at the end stealing his boat short but the governor's still (laughs) in power on his way to vacation like oh so stressful arresting all those filthy peasants i must take a vacation 
<laughs> and then by the end of the movie, he's yeah, that was a great character arc. Uh, I don't know. I've seen it like six times by now. <laughs> yeah, good. I, I've only seen it the once, but it was it was still good. I mean, I'll, it's something I'll end up rewatching. Huh. So uh, we're getting matching Perito tattoos, yeah? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, a, do- a little dog in a in a little sock, <laughs> a worn out sock. That's uh, a he dog was, in he, a cat costume. <laughs> and he was so nice about it too. He's like, yeah, they used to put me in the sock and was it sand or something like that, and basically they tried to kill him. And he was just like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they put a they put a rock and threw him into the river. Jokes on them. They, uh, I got a good story and a sweater. <laughs> Everything is so so happy, and then it comes up with a team name, Team Friendship, at the end, which is like, <laughs> I never agreed to this. I couldn't imagine I, seeing that on a wanted poster. <laughs> I need I need a Shrek Five from this team now, specifically yeah. this team. But, um. I'm trying to get you to lead because I've talked, I've thought about it too much. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. It's a new shit. Yeah. yeah, it is. Smile. Cute, felt cute. Might delete later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, overall, this is a, sh- a fairly short movie. It's only uh, 90 minutes, 96 minutes, something like that. So it's fairly short. Um, but it's pretty action packed all the way through. Um, I like the scenes where he's getting chased by death because I thought that kind of put like a a clock on everything um i thought it was funny when he got adopted by the cat the crazy cat lady mama luna (laughs) yeah and she's like health department there are no cats here and they're like all around the door frame is cat paws just like reached around um and then he grew a mustache i see you have a disguised dog in your background yeah yep sorry it's a it's a it's a it's a dog and a cat picture. <laughs> yeah, I, he, think, he, I was trying to flip the Perito. Uh, yeah, what is it? He becomes a geriatric cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's got a sweet beard. And then he keeps it. He's like, makes me look distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was I thought that whole scene, the whole the whole bit was pretty funny. And then I assume the um, kitty or whatever her name was was in the last movie. Yes. I assume it kind of ends with him not going to the altar with her or whatever and running away because they made that kind of a point in this movie or was that not shown in the first movie? Uh, I think it's more that is those were events that happened between the movies. Okay. So I, you know, kind of like, uh, oh, I don't remember, but the end is like, oh, there, uh, just watch it. <laughs> Yeah, they they didn't say, "Hey, we're walking to our marriage now." <laughs> at the end of the movie, but it's also been like ten years, so okay, or between the release dates of the movies. So I don't know how much they tried actually putting. I don't know what the time gap is between the movies. Yeah, um, there's something else with the, with that. I was going to say too, um. I like the the use of English and Spanish throughout the movie. And even if you have the subtitles on, it's just, the subtitles are just in Spanish. So it's not meant for like, for you to know every word of this movie if you don't speak Spanish. But I like that. I like that it was bilingual through a lot of the movie. I want to know what Perito's name is in Spanish speaking countries, because the fourth 
Pirates of the Caribbean movie named a uh, mermaid character mermaid in Spanish. I think Celine or Selena. So, and I remember hearing people from like Mexico saying that in the theater they didn't change it. So, <laughs> in their language, it's just her name is Mermaid. <laughs> so, I kind of am curious if they change it to dog or doggo in the Spanish speaking countries. So, it's not, I mean, I guess we all know that they're calling him dog, but just to make it a little more interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, Perito literally translates to dog. <laughs> yeah. Because they've funny. been calling him Pero and Perito uh, yeah. the whole time. So I, I'd be really curious if in like Spain or Mexico they have uh, 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 dog, get the L map. I, <laughs> whatever the actual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if they still call him Perito. I guess the easiest way would be to look up Spanish IMDb, and I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> why, why you do that? Um, I like how they used foul language throughout this movie and then just beeped it out from them. Like the nicest, <laughs> easygoing character is the one with like the worst, the, the worst language. And like when he's going back, brains. Yeah, he's going back and forth with the with the bears, and he gets like every other word beeped out. <laughs> And then the bears are like, I, I like this guy. <laughs> and then he turns into a pine cone. All right. Spanish IMDB doesn't look for. Oh, yeah. I, I loved that. Um, I loved the the uh, cabin for the bears. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not finding anything. It knows I'm in America or the U.S. That's the accurate way to say that. But like right before that, it said, what you're looking for is in front of you, but it happened so quickly. They hide the very obvious, like, stop looking for it. It's right next to you. It's your family. Um, yeah. And, and, the, and it comes in, they walk into the um, three bears house and then she does the whole bed thing. This one's too soft. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. This one's just right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It was Jack, big Jack Horner with the, the cricket. He's just like, you're horrible. You're, yeah. You're an unredeemable monster. Oh, oh yeah. What took you so long? Idiot. Yeah. After the, um, after they bring the bridge, he walks across the bridge. It's fine. He kills like 12 people or whatever it was. Bring over the carriage or whatever. <laughs> this crickety bridge that clearly doesn't isn't going to work. Uh, uh, you're not chatty, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of funny parts, a lot of I don't know. I think adult friendly parts of this movie, but I think it also would fly over most kids' heads. Um, some of it I don't think would, but I think a lot of it would. So I would say this is probably made for more like teenagers than little kids. Yeah, I I do like that it's a kids movie though because it made me think a lot of Spirited, which had I guess a lot of the same lessons, but this is much more subtle. And Spirit is just like here, here's the song. <laughs> how how do you how do you become better? Uh, just do you need good friends and just a little, just be better. Just 
just try. <laughs> and this one is like, all right, well, we got Perito being a good friend. We get Kitty Softballs giving him the blade. It, it's team friendship. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, tell me if you felt this way. After my first time, I was like, oh, that's cute. That that was a cool. That was a cute story. It had a fun magic thing, but it wasn't very deep. And then as I kept going, I I was like, oh, I didn't. I don't know how to phrase this question. How how was it after your first watch? Um, I felt everything connected. I think everything wrapped up really nice. Um, I think they leave some of the things in the beginning of the movie and then bring it back towards the end. Um, like they like the big guy. I mean, he was. Um, Jack Horner was mostly in the beginning part of the movie when he kind of found out about him and his backstory. And then there was kind of a big gap where he wasn't there and all of a sudden he just busts in towards the end. Um, he doesn't, he's not really a whole lot in the movie. I think he's got like one little quick thing where he's like packing his bags and stuff, but that's it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think everything wraps up towards the end. I think everything gets tied up nicely. I don't think there was any really big loose ends or obvious loose ends. Nice. Um, I I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. I mean it's it's only a 90 minute movie. I mean, it's not not overly yeah. complex. I don't think there's anything I don't think I think you could get all the information needed in one watch if you wanted to. I don't think you need I don't think this is a movie you need to watch multiple times to to understand everything. I think you can pretty much get this all in one one go. Yeah. If you want to watch it six times, go for it. <laughs> and only cry during four of them. That's fine. What, who am I, the the people of Del Mar, and who are you? Another ginger puss in boots? <laughs> By that I mean you're pandering to me, and I like it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's not a whole lot to really talk about this movie. I mean, I hope they make a, I hope they make a sequel. I think um, I th- the budget for this movie I think was like ninety million dollars. Really? But I didn't see what the box office was. They did release on home video quite quickly. And I say, um, Puss in Boots, The Last Life. That's Last the Wish? One no, was, oh. that's what the, the third one would be. Uh, yeah, it was not. And, uh, oh, 265 well, million. So, I mean, it's successful enough. That's weird. When I was searching it and it was like showing the answer before hitting enter, it said 90 million and now it says 130 million. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm but, looking at the wiki. Wait. Oh, wait. The wiki. What? Oh, no. I get it. It No, Google's just being weird. It's showing pictures of Puss in Boots The Last Wish and it also shows Puss in Boots The Last Wish having $90 million budget, but it's showing the budget for the first Puss in Boots. I don't know. Uh, and it says a hundred. Th- I don't know. This is, this is weird. Um, I'll, I'll look Puss in Boots, uh, budget for the, maybe the first one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, that, that would be really weird if it's $40 million cheaper. Yeah, that would be it'd be strange, especially with the art style that this one goes for. Okay. I, mean, I figure that would be more more graphically intense and more CG work that they would need to do. More. But the last one had Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm just kidding. That does that. Um, this still has that Antonio would, Banderas. Yeah, that I was. That wouldn't uh, justify an extra forty million. Uh, or no, no offense to Zachy over there. <laughs> You're worth forty million. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. It. <laughs> Uh, it also has Florence Pugh. She's, she's Goldilocks, uh, Olivia Coleman from, what was the movie I saw? The favorite. Yeah. She's mama bear. Mama bear actually became one of my favorites after a while. Cause mama bear is just unconditional love. Yeah. I liked uh, Papa bear and his one eye. <laughs> and I like, I like the baby bear because he was the, he was the smash. She was the grab. Yeah. Um, so they had a nice relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's, what? there's some, there's some bigger, bigger name people in this movie. Um, a lot of musical people. I'm just kind of going through the, um, the cast list and stuff here. There's a lot of people from musical backgrounds. I guess before we wrap up, what did you think of uh, Wagner Mora's performance as the wolf? Cause, uh, if I, if you had said to me like they're death and they're a big wolf, I wouldn't have thought, "Oh, there's the hat." And I'm doing a horrible, but everyone, like the and the boots. <laughs> I would not have <laughs> caught. You know, that's just not what I would have. I'd be like, okay. Oh look at the! <laughs> you know, what a god, gravelly or yeah. But he he is a wolf, and he's the physical embodiment of death. I mean, I think I like the whistling tune that he had that kind of followed him. And every time Puss in Boots heard it, he freaked out, and his hair would start to raise and everything. So I mean, I think they did a really good job mixing him in there and making it a part of it. Uh, and I think I think his voice acting for the movie was fine. I, I have no problems with it. I mean. I don't think it was bad by any means. Um, he could have went maybe a little bit more gravelly, but I mean, I think this. Oh yeah, I'm not saying like that's the raw. <laughs> it was the wrong choice. It was just a, an unexpected one, you know. Yeah. No, I think with his character design, um, you know, the poncho and everything that he had on, and I think it, I think it all worked out, and um, it's not. I don't know. Um, I think that could have, if there was anything I would tweak, I probably would have tweaked the resolution to that a little bit more versus him, the wolf just giving up um, because he sees he's fighting back and he's no longer scared. He just gives up. I mean, I wish there could have been like, um, you know, a resolute, a better resolution where he like not kills him, but like, you know, pokes him with a sword and then he just like gets snapped and like, wait, who gets snapped? the, The wolf. And like just pieces of them start flying away. And that's kind of like the resolution versus the wolf just walk, turning around and walking away saying, you know, I'm, I'm done with this because he got beat in a sword battle or whatever with his hooks. So I wish, I wish it would have been a more climatic, like uh pussy boot stabs him and then he kind of looks down at it and then he just starts like fading away and like he just beat his fears. Okay. Versus the wolf just saying, you know what, forget this. I'm not, you're not worth it. And then just turns around and walks away. But I mean, I this, can... it, you got to keep this movie what PG. So I mean, I don't know if stabbing stabbing death would have 
and making him snap away would have raised the raised it to a PG thirteen or something. Well, I can see how it's both because you know he has to what when he he tells him pick up pick it up like he tells him back that is kind of a way i guess to show that he's conquered death and then if he kills him i mean that you're right that's the more visually assertive way to show it that he's beaten death but then by not killing him i guess visually then you're showing that it's not so much that he's beaten death but that he's just stopped being afraid of it or like, you know, like if you kill him, what is what would that mean in a fairy tale concept? Uh, that death doesn't exist anymore. That it's not something he'll have to deal with, right? Yeah, I mean, he still has to deal with it. I mean, it's still death. I mean, he could still come back in the next movie and start pushing buttons and stuff like that. But um, or like reminding him that he's like on the edge. Like every time he gets closer, like he's in a sword battle, say, and you know, looks things aren't looking good. The wolf can reappear. And then kind of remind him. So, I mean, you could still, you could still bring him back and everything. It's never that he beat death. It's just, I think it would have drove the point home a little bit more than the wolf just, you know, getting beaten in a sword battle and then just gives up and just turns around and walks away. What if he took Puss's main sword and scratched the last life onto it? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, yeah, that, that wouldn't go as far as you're suggesting, obviously, but it would it could be an extra f- like visual marker i guess yeah but i, I mean they they went this route and i'm i'm okay with this route i mean i it's my small tweak that i would have made did you watch the gray with liam neeson no it was i a joke. i know the movie uh, but i have not seen it it was a joe carnan movie i'm going to spoil the ending but having it spoiled actually might help going in so the whole movie if anyone doesn't know is Liam Neeson's with a bunch of people and they're being hunted by wolves and slowly as the movie goes on each other person who's not Liam Neeson dies and then what they filmed was he has this whole emotional journey or emotional end where he like buries himself or just prays or something like that and then the wolves show up and he fights them. And what they realized was that the end of the movie was in the emotional moment. So they took out that final action scene and then put not a post credit scene, but one shot of like uh, a wolf's bloody fur and it's kind of breathing. And they were right. Like there was no emotional conclusion that could be had in the fight scene. But for me, it was disappointing because we've been building up to this this entire movie. And the reason I'm mentioning it here is because that's exactly on the rewatches what Big Jack Horner, big, big, big Jack Horner felt like. Like the wolf or the fight with... Oh, that's funny. I didn't even realize I was talking about fighting wolves this whole time. Fighting the <laughs> death wolf in this is the emotional end, and technically, the Big Jack Horner uh, giant is not necessary if you don't like it could be taken out if you wanted to. But it's a nice cherry on top where we see everyone at, like team friendship actually working and finishing, even though the emotional arc of the story is done. And 
I think it was the right choice. Like, I wish uh, the gray did that, even though it's just pretty and it's not really emotionally resonant. Uh, I think it was the right choice to have this extra scene that could have been cut out and just have him have him win. I, like, yeah. Endgame did it better where the emotional moment of I am Iron Man and winning all becomes one thing. So, I guess it's technically a knock against this movie that they couldn't find some way to wrap it all into one moment, but I don't I don't mind. I'd rather have 99% than 100 or... 99% and miss that 1% then go like 70% like the gray and just like take it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I, mean, I, I can see, I can see where you're coming from when you say that. So, but I mean, I, I think it's pretty funny at the end of this, at the end of the movie, they have all the um, wigs on. They all have the, the governor's <laughs> wigs back on. <laughs> You made us look ridiculous. <laughs> I I do that one scene. I do wish was a mid credit scene. That's yeah, I wish it was too. Yeah, that's the only because it was, and I know that was meant to still feel like a mid credit scene. I'm guessing since they showed the title, but just I've heard yeah. I've heard enough people complain. Oh, they ended the movie, and now it's not about Puss in Boots anymore. The ending, it's like no, that, that was that should have just been a mid credits yeah because there was no mid-credit scene there was no ending thing um there was just one little line from post boots at the end of the movie oh you're still here and then that was and then it goes to the the dreamworks logo yeah the ferris bueller ending yeah just a lot shorter i honestly i want to do that ending just to be like oh we're doing the ferris bueller end wait why am i doing a spanish accent (laughs) (laughs) but at this point when when Daredevil, or no, not Daredevil. Deadpool and Puss in Boots: The Last Wish are doing the Ferris Bueller. Now it need yeah. the the meme needs to evolve. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get we need to be on this, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it still would have been funny. I still would have liked it. I would have I would have chuckled. It would have been for the older people in the crowd versus some of the younger people. Oh yeah, it's still great. Because I assume the younger people probably aren't watching Deadpool two or Deadpool one. Whichever one that was, I think it was Deadpool one that that was in. It was Deadpool one, and how dare you? The youth, of course, is <laughs> watching this sur- rated R movie. Yeah, it's required baby watching. Yeah, <laughs> they- <laughs> spoon spoon feed um, uh, mushed peas and have them watch Deadpool so they grow up right. Hey, the key to an intelligent child is playing Deadpool while they're in the womb. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that we. What did we? We, we talked about Shazam and Black Adam for two hours. <laughs> the lesson, but, but, but a better movie. Uh, we talk about for a yeah, half hour. Yeah, the lesson is I can complain about something bad for forever. <laughs> <laughs> Where Puss in Boots? I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with the movie. It's a good rewatchable movie. I think that's probably. In my eyes, one of the most important things about a movie, um, the message that it gives, obviously, because you're not going to watch the movie without a good story that presents a good message, yeah. um, whatever that message may may or may not be. Um, and then the rewatchability. If I'm if I'm going to watch a movie one time and that's it, eh, it's probably not going to get that that good of a score for me. Just because, yeah, it was cool to watch one time, but 
there's no reason for me to buy it. There's no reason for me to rewatch it. There's, I mean, if it was on TV, I'm going to pick something else. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a, that's important that this it's a good movie. It pre- presents a good story and a good good message, um, and especially to kids. And then also, it's a rewatchable movie that you could probably put on at any point in time. It's it's short enough you can get a couple laughs in and you know go about your day. It's not you know Lawrence of Arabia or Ben Hur where yeah it might have a good message, but you're spending four hours to do it. <laughs> yeah. What's what's really wild to me is going back to like Shrek Two and Puss in Boots, is how different Puss's design is. Like he is a fuzzy fella in everything else, <laughs> but this one they they like sleeked him up and went more action hero. Yeah, and beginning. one of his in one of his lives he has he's buff. He's got like big biceps and a six pack. <laughs> what are you talking about? Puss in Boots does not need a spotter. Uh, hey uh, uh, what is that like four i'm 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 not so good at math (laughs) no that was eight Uh, and they use the narrator from jane the virgin for that for the doctor oh do they know yeah anyone who hasn't seen jane the virgin i still haven't finished it but you should check it out i think it's on netflix it is perfect or I don't know. It's great. Um, do you have an idea for the next movie? Um, I mean, we can kind of stay on this train of, you know, 2000 or, or 2022 movies. Um, we can do the menu. Um, cause, <laughs> I, I, cause I think I'm going to sit down and watch that movie at some point in time today. I've literally got to be, I think doing a video about the menu. So if, if, if there was one, I was, I was like, I got to stop suggesting stuff and let Brad suggest something first. Cause it's always just like, well, what would you like to do? I'm down uh, for this. And then you're like, yes, let's do that. So I feel, I want to make mean, sure you I made a sit down and watch uh, almost eight hour. And was it seven, seven and a half hours of Indian films <laughs> watching Bahubali one and two I, again, <laughs> movies. I've watched before, but, the, but I'm laughing because literally when I was saying like, what should we do next? I was like, my choice would be the menu, but I got to shut up. So Brad <laughs> could choose his own movies. Yeah. I mean, it's on uh, what, HBO plus or HBO max. Yeah. Discovery plus his new <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll probably end up watching that sometime today. So, I mean, we can do that uh, for next week. Nice. Another, I, another critically acclaimed movie of 2022 ironically when maddie had the choice to rewatch puss in boots the last wish she chose to watch the menu <laughs> and then uh, heard, heard the, good things yeah and then the next day she wanted to watch the menu again <laughs> she did on her own <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not the next day but yeah it's uh cool i'm very excited <laughs> um let's see here because i I mean, I might as well just get this tattooed on my arm because I always have to keep looking it up for. But uh, what do you rate this movie? It- oh, this one, I will go... You know what? I'm, it's been a while, and I think it really deserves it after multiple rewatches, but Mushroom. Okay. Yeah, I was going to go edib- Edibly Mushroom. Yeah. I, um, I could have gone... This- 
this movie fires on all cylinders for me. And yeah. I think, I mean, it's right there on masterclass. I mean, for, especially for um, animated movies, I think this is one of the best animated movies we've had in a long, long time, probably yeah. since spider verse. Yeah. I could have gone, uh, edibly mushroom, but especially after that first watch, it would have been more of an edible probably. Cause it seemed, I think my summary was good movie, not very deep, good magical MacGuffin thing to give us variety in the visuals. And it had just a bit enough from spider verse to give it a little spice. And then since I'm like, Oh no, this is much, much better. I think the one thing that is too much for me is are the, uh, the Goldilocks and the three bears puns. But if you know, if that's you're going to have those characters, me. yeah, that's probably just me watching it. it six times <laughs> and be like, we could take one of these out, but yeah. no, someone probably loves these. Uh, yeah. And I've been listening to the soundtrack. It's not some crazy soundtrack where you're going to find everything, uh, amazing like every track like you can't listen to it like the Hamilton soundtrack or or the spirited soundtrack but the flourishes like I loved the moment when they're running from Jack Horner and he's like I hate magic animals or whatever and just those boom 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 like the little flourishes are really Good. So yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go full mushroom. This deserved it. it, especially how it works so well. Even though there's an established style, like all these previous movies established a more normal style, and they were able to evolve it without it feeling like like it doesn't fit. Yeah. Like it technically doesn't. It's it's made itself stand out, but. It feels like it's cut from the same. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, so I'm just going to go full mushroom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to fault you on that. I, I, I think this movie was getting uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was like a 95 or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes for the critics. I let, let me double check myself because I might be might be wrong. Also, shout out for giving Death Red Eyes. Not only is that cool and pretty obvious but with puss in boots having green eyes having that uh dichotomy uh having that difference like perfect and then then having then having perito do it and having it not work (laughs) (laughs) so pools of innocence it's so cute that you thought that would work (laughs) By the way, you have blood on your nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what did I do to deserve this? I mean, what specifically? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with a 95 um, for the critic score, uh, 149 reviews, and an audience score of 93%, uh, 2,500 plus reviews. So, I mean, this is... I'm Solid. surprised that the audience score is a little lower. Yeah. I mean, barely lower. Yeah. Sounds like there's a couple sticks in mold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in the shape of a pea. With bears yes. smelling it. Yes. Um, with three sticks to make the pea. I don't... <laughs> 
For some reason, I just want to clip that out of context and put that out into the world and let people wonder what it means. <laughs> Come check out the review where we talk about three sticks that form a pea. <laughs> three sticks and a pea. Um, that's the third one. Well, this movie may be a mushroom. Or this movie may be an edibly mushroom. But either way, this movie is 100% dope. I don't know. Because movies, movies are, are dope. dope. Leave a rating review on Apple Podcast and or Spotify and check out the menu before we review it. Affiliate links are down below. And follow Brad, Brad F912. Goodbye. Goodbye now.